Welcome. This podcast is for women who believe that laughter is the best medicine and honesty is the best policy. This is the Mel and Kel Show. Join us each week as we share real conversations in real life as only girlfriends can do. Hi, I'm Melissa Webb. And I'm Kelly Hatcher. And together we are the Mel and Kel Show. We've been friends for a very long time. And I mean very long time. Long enough to know that life's ups and downs, well, they are best when shared with others. So join us each week as we talk about all things good and bad related to friendship, family, and everything in between. We are so excited to spend time with you. Well, hello, beautifuls, and welcome to the Mal and Kel Show. We are so excited to have you joining us in episode 176. This is kind of like the episode that's a like a glass of cold water like thrown at you. Come on, it's time to open your eyes. <laughs> it's, it's like that challenge. I think we both did that um, for ASL. Oh, yes, the water bucket. Yeah, ASL, yeah. is that it, ASL? I think it was. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, ALS. ALS. I'm like, isn't that the sign language? I'm yeah. <laughs> ALS. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And we did so, that. And it, we froze our butt off, but we were determined because someone nominated you. And right now what we're doing, we are nominating you. Yes. You <laughs> to listen to this episode. Yes. It's going to maybe feel a little bit aggressive, but you know, we love you. You know, we love you. Um, do you, want Kelly, me sing a, you... you want me to sing it? Sure. Be aggressive. B-E-A-G-R-E-S-S-I-V. <laughs> Got it. How was your weekend? <laughs> it was, it was, um, it was okay. It was nothing like spectacular, but it was, uh, I ran a five I didn't run. I don't know why I just said like you ran a 5k. No, No, I, I walked and you know, I, Jana, I picked her up and it was for, um, our school was sponsoring a little boy who, um, had a really tragic accident and he's had, he's nine years old and had, has already had three brain surgeries. They keep removing more parts of his skull for the swelling. Um, he's, you know, he's down in Rady's children's hospital and it's just a very sad, grim, just sad, sad, sad. So our school put together a team to run for this child. And, Mm. and so, you know, there was so, so many families that were there. And I mean, there was thousands of people for other organizations as well, but I brought Jana She's like, pick me up. Yeah, I'll walk with you. And then we get there and she sees some other people and she's, you know, social like me. And the next thing I know, she's running. She's running. (laughs) So I just yelled, run, Forrest, run. (laughs) And let her do her thing while I walked with other teachers. But um, got out, got some fresh air. Um, Yeah, just low key. Spent yesterday. during the weekend, just kind of relaxing at home and getting some chores done. You know, it's Mm -hmm. funny when you, when you live by yourself, you realize if the chores don't get done, there is not a single person to blame except yourself. Or if you're (laughs) looking at the laundry, it just keeps piling all by yourself and nobody else is going to do it. So some of the chores are stupid because I'm just like, nobody's going to empty that dishwasher, Cal. Why do you keep thinking if you don't do it today, you're going to magically wake up and it's going to be cleaned out. It's done. It has not happened yet. So 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I did chores. That was really fun. You know, you need to do what I did when I was a kid. So growing up as an only child with my mom, um, I had an imaginary friend. We've talked about this. Her name was <laughs> yes. Jill. Yes. And I would blame Jill for her for things. So maybe you just need an imaginary uh, friend. I'm going to work on that one. That's a good one. I love <laughs> it. I've tried to ask my dog a few times. Damn it, Kelly. Isn't it your turn to empty the dishwasher? <laughs> I'm sure she's just like, do you have a snack for me? Yeah, right. Is it my dishes in there or yours, lady? Uh, too funny. Uh-huh. Well, it sounds like we both kind of had these weekends that were like, yeah. I mean, mine was a working weekend through and through. Um, I do every spring a test prep writing course to help homeschooling families have the same advantages of high test scores when it comes to writing uh, the same way that brick and mortar schools do as they prep for tests. And it's, it's a great course. I absolutely love it. But man, the number of hours that I put in this weekend, I'm cross-eyed today. Yeah, you um you look beautiful, but you can tell you're drained. Yeah, I'm ready for bed. Well, I'll, I'll be going to bed early tonight. That's my goal. <laughs> I like goals like that. I like goals like that. <laughs> Good. Well, we are um coming back after episode 175, which by the way, if you are listening right now and this is like your first time tuning in, well, one, welcome. We're so happy welcome, you found welcome. us. But uh, you may want to go back. You're lost. If you just came, you are lost. You need to make a U-turn and go to episode 175. (laughs) You really do. You really do. Only because we want you to be successful. And we are going over this four-step system that we have been working on and creating over time. And we're giving away the steps for free. And we just want to make sure everybody is successful. So go back to 175 where you will inventory your life. And that that is going to be, it'll take you probably 10, 15 minutes if you listen to, after listening to it, writing it down, and then just numbering from a scale of one to 10 on the different areas that I think we listed 10 or 11 areas, put a number by it. And then today we're going to continue that and talking about the 10 areas we went over, I think it's, was it 10 or no, it's 11 areas. I think we we did do 11. Yeah. So the 11 areas we went over, and then we're going to take you today on a journey with us of really getting detailed at looking at one to three of the lowest areas. So let's just say you had five areas with a three or lower. We understand you have five. You may even have 10 or 11 in that area. And, and we get it. I mean, the first time I looked at this, I, I pretty much was like two, two, two. Um, so we get that. But our goal for you guys is to be successful. And to be successful in this steps, we want to slow and steady. We want you to just grasp one, two. If you're baldy and you're like, no, I'm going to do three go for it. But if it's brand new to you, and this is just a lot of information, start with one, because we're going to be doing this every 90 days. So you have time. And if you have success in one, it's going to motivate you to want to do, okay, now, you know, what? I killed it on that one. I'm going to try two in the next 90 days. So it fuels you. Whereas if you do, you know, five or six, 
and you don't feel successful in any of the areas, you're going to say, screw this. It's not working. So it's proven for both Mel and myself, slow and steady, get the hang of this and then move forward with it. Yeah. And science backs it up too. I actually listened to a really great podcast with Mel Robbins. I know it's shocking. It's shocking that I would listen to podcasts. Um, But Mel Robbins, who is another person that Kelly and I really respect. um, And she was talking about the science behind goal achieving and how um, really more than one to three, it's just, it overwhelms most people. And what happens when you get overwhelmed? Shut down. (laughs) <laughs> That's it. That's totally it. You're like, I'm done. It's too much. I can't do it. So you know yourself best. We trust that you can make the perfect decision. Are you going to work on one focus area, two focus areas, no more please than three focus areas. So Uh, Again, if you're not driving right now, that's awesome because hopefully you can sit down and grab some paper and actually go through this next piece with us. If you are driving, you're just going to have to come on back. But, you know, I just want to really, really emphasize an important point. There's a saying that says uh, knowledge is power. However, I disagree with that. I think knowledge can be powerful But I do not believe that knowledge is power until we actually apply that knowledge to something that we're doing. It's like if I were to read a book on how to ride a unicycle, I could get all the knowledge I want. How did you pull that one up? I I, like that was so that sentence was so smooth and easy. How did you figure unicycle? I'm just I, I know I'm cutting you off, but that was really impressive. And I'm like, whoa, a unicycle. Uh, I just did a 90 minute webinar today and we talked about this exact okay. thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There you go. I'm like, she just pulled that right out of her head. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Out of my head. Um, so if I were to read a book from page one, you know, to page 100, I could get all kinds of knowledge. I could read about the physics of it. I could totally be like, oh, it totally makes sense. Oh, it makes perfect sense. Got it. But that doesn't give me the power to be able to do it. Right. If I were to get on a unicycle, well, I better have several people around me. That will be (laughs) fun. I want to be, I want to be there when that happens. (laughs) And it would be the application. It would be applying what I learned, practicing what I learned. That's where the power is. The power is not just in knowing something. So you're going to hear Kel and I talk about what to do now that you have these focus areas and you're going to get knowledge, but are you going to turn your knowledge into power by applying what it is we talk about? That's key. Love it. Love it. That's, that's a good, I like that analogy of the unicycle. Okay, good. So everybody has their one focus area. Let's just start with with one. And as we go through this, Kel and I can even share from our own personal lists. Um, And the other thing that Kelly said that I do want to emphasize, because it's so important what she said, remember that these are small baby steps. This is just a 90 day commitment. Once you know how to do this, every 90 days, you can do it again, or you can come along and be a part of what we're doing. We'll hold you accountable for those uh, 90 days. 
but you can always do this on your own. Just every 90 days, you uh, reassess your those areas of your life, specifically the focus one or ones that you worked on. And it's like this fresh start every 90 days. I mean, I, I don't know about anybody else listening, but Kel and I just are not fans of make a resolution on January 1st and stay with it until December 31st. It's just yeah. not realistic. Yeah. It's like when parents ground their kids and say, you are grounded for four months. Yeah. It loses <laughs> it loses its value after the first few weeks. It truly yes. does. Like being grounded for that amount of time, it, you just get used to it and it's no big deal anymore. Yeah. So, so that's why we're doing this every 90 days because it, it's a, a, a reboot. And I think we all need that reboot and three months is perfect. Yeah, it really is. So we've got our focus area, everybody. And what we want you to do this week is we want you to open your eyes, like we mentioned, and you're going to honestly answer five questions and they all relate to your focus area. So let's say that your focus area was financial wellness. You're going to keep that top of mind as you answer these five questions. And if you have more than one focus area, you're gonna have to do this multiple times. You'll do it once for focus area one, twice for focus area two, et cetera. That makes sense. So we're gonna take financial, okay? We're gonna stick with financial. Uh, Pretend that's yours for right now. If it's not, you plug in whatever you need to plug in, but we're gonna use this as our example. And the first question that we're going to have you ask yourself is what negative thoughts surround this area of your life? And if you've already had, you know, you're, you're stating that you put this as a low number. So we already know there's negative thoughts. So if you're already like, I don't know what, I don't think I have any, you're already not opening your eyes because you've, you've listed it as a lower level number. So there has to be some negative thoughts. So for, for myself, if I'm thinking negative thoughts surrounded in this area of my life, financial would be retirement for me. I, I am so, so nervous about my retirement because I was with the charter school for so long and I wasn't saving money for my retirement. I, and it just kills me now because looking at what my retirement is going to be based on what is in there. Um, I can't even live in California once I retire because I won't be able to survive on my retirement. So for that is my biggest negative thought. And you may have more, but I'm just saying that's my biggest one for that one that immediately pops up when I think about it. Yes. And for different people, it's going to be different things. Your negative thought could be um, we have so much consumer debt. And, and you could, you could just spin around that. Um, Like Kelly said, retirement, maybe it's not having saved for college for the kids, but being really honest and listing out on paper so you can face it. You've got to face it. You have to look at the things that dissatisfy you before you can fix the things that dissatisfy you. You know, another one I just thought of is a lot of times one person is in charge of the finances in a family if you're married. And I, I mean, I know numerous people that they literally don't know the passwords 
They don't know the logins to their different, you know, credit cards or, you know, banks and that type of stuff. And feeling that um, almost like uh, lost. No control. Yeah, I have. There you go. That's the word I was looking for. Thanks. Control. Like if what happens if your spouse was to pass or something happened and you had to get in there, do you know how much money you have? Do you know what your monthly debt is? That could be a negative thought that could just be the top one for you. List them all. It doesn't mean your top negative thought. It does not say that. You may have more than one thought. I mean, I could probably go on for a few more as well. So please just bullet them. Like what, what are the thoughts? And you may want to go back and then say, what's the biggest one? Like what, which one is like really weighing heavy on you? But when you list them, it's kind of releasing that, that stress that goes along with this area of, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm acknowledging it. You're opening your eyes again of seeing these are the things I'm frustrated with. I'm scared of, I'm nervous about list them all, just lay them all out there for you. Yeah. And that's the thing is so often we may say we're dissatisfied with life, but when we don't face it, we end up buffering that dissatisfaction. We buffer it with food and alcohol and over Instagramming and, you know, all the things. Avoidance. It could be buffering it just from avoiding it. You know, my husband's been doing it for so long. I'm not not even worried about it. He probably knows what he's doing. I don't know if he does, but he probably knows. So I'm not even going to worry about it. Yeah. And yet inside you're really worried about it. I mean, this is that, this is that very honest, honest conversation. And what some of you will probably quickly notice about all five of these questions is that they're all around the same topic. We just like to ask it five different ways so that you get everything out on the table or in the journal, as it may be. So the second thing you're going to write about staying on this same focused area is what about, and in this case, your finances, do you worry about? So you can see how these tie in together. Again, it's another way to get you to really face it. Think about it. If you're like, I don't know that I have really any negative thoughts about it. Okay, look at it this way. Are you worried about some related to money or finances. Like some people could be like, yeah, I'm actually worried that our car is going to be repossessed. I'm worried that the bank's going to foreclose on us and we're going to lose our house. Like I know send our kid to college. We they're going to have to, they're, they're not going to go to college. They decided that, you know, we can't afford it. So they, they are like, screw it. I'm not going to do it. So now it's creating even more problems within your household because you're worried about what the future holds. Yeah, exactly. All right. What about the third one? Third one is in, so sticking in with our finances, what isn't going the way you wish it were going? So what, what isn't going right? And again, it may seem repetitive to you. So Maybe you, but this one you kind of get to dream a little bit. Like yeah. if it I want were the passwords, going well, I want the logins. That's yeah. what. That's what's not going right. I need to have my hands, my eyes on our money as well. Yes, exactly. Um, the fourth question is, what does the struggle look like? Now, this can be on a day-to-day basis. The struggle could be it's you know. Uh, time, the time of the month, you know, mid month, and you're going to pay whatever bills are due at this time. And the struggle looks really heavy. 
you know, twice a month when you have to face your finances, you know, maybe the rest of the time they're just ignored. So the struggle could look different depending on day, week, month, year. Again, your focus area can be anything. Kelly and I are just using finances as an example, but you're going to plug in your focus area and ask, what does the struggle look like? Yeah, I like that one. And then the last one is, what do you think needs to change? So this is where the curiosity starts building. Like what, what do you feel? This is the feeling. You, what do you feel needs to change? And yeah. I mean, you can go from each one of the negative thoughts of how would you change it? What do you want to change about it? Be open with yourself of, okay, yep, yeah, this may start a fight. This may be a nasty situation right now, or I need to... Um, make an appointment with my retirement, you know, we're, we're in stirs or purrs or whatever you're in, or your finance guy or your CPA, like what things need to change in your house, what things need to change in your bank account, make the changes by just writing them out first. This is the first part of this is owning it. Like what, what really matters to you? Yeah. Well, and I can share from uh, my personal list, financial wellness is one of my focus areas. And in this area, what do you think needs to change? This really opened up my eyes a little bit. I hadn't been spending a lot of time thinking about it. The way that things just naturally progressed in our home is that we had gotten to a point where Greg and I did budgeting together. And then I started a business and I was like, I can't, I can't do both budgets. I'm going to just work on the business budget and Greg, you're in charge of the house budget and everything's been going fine. It's been fine, but we haven't reached some of the goals. Can we that describe we what fine means to you, Mel? Yeah. So we haven't been setting goals. We've just been keeping afloat. And so things have just stayed kind of status quo. We haven't gotten more debt, but we haven't gotten rid of some debt. Um, it, it's it's not progressing in the way that I know things can when you set intentional goals. So when I walked through this just myself and I got to the, what do you think needs to change? That's what came up to, to to my mind. It's like, you know what needs to change? Now that my business is kind of settling in, yes, I do need to be back part of the family budget. I do need to sit and dream with Greg and plan goals with Greg and set, um, you know, just achievements that we both, you know, you know, whether it's something we want to save for or something we want to pay off. And so this really is a beneficial activity that Kelly and I hope you you know, don't just grab this knowledge, apply it. And at least to one of your focus areas before you tune in next week to hear what we do after this. Yeah. And I feel that with, you know, especially since we're on the finance one, you're going to notice that if you're with a partner, a lot of these things are, might stir up some emotions. I know like with Melissa and Greg, I've, you know, I've known them both forever, but Melissa definitely is the goal, goal getter. She like, okay, I want to pay off this bill. This is the plan. And Greg will jump right on, but he's more of the making sure they're not in, you know, horrific debt and 
pays the bills on time and does that. But Melissa will revise of, okay, let's, let's pay off this one. Working together as a team, if you have that, is fabulous. You could be doing this alone and then sitting down with your spouse and going through this. And it could be in any category. So if you're thinking physical wellness and it's for yourself, but what are the things that need to change? Maybe just the grocery shopping together and yeah. getting the food. I mean, so realize that if you are doing this and you're married, these are great talks to bring to the table with your spouse or your kids and say, hey, this is where what I'm going to be working on. I'd really like you guys to buy in with me and work together to because it might get them excited about it as well, knowing that, you know, hey, we're a team and we can do this together. Uh, or you can be like me and share it with your dog. But either way, I mean, it is it's something that you definitely want to open your eyes, be honest with yourself, take a deep dive into this one, because this is where you're starting to pull up your sleeves and get dirty in it. And I think as you listen to our next episode, it's going to start playing out like, oh, this is making sense. I get what they're, where they're going on this one. So I'm excited for 176, seven, 177, right? Yes. Yes. 177. It's, it's it's coming and we're going to, we're going to share it with you guys uh, next week. So stay, stay tuned with us. Keep plugging along. Don't give up on this because I think when you start to see where this goes, it's going to really excite you and, and know that you always have the option. If this is just hitting the surface this summer, Mel and I are doing workshops. We've already, you know, found our place. We're ready for this. And if you need more handholding cheerleaders, we'll bring our pom-poms. We're going to cheer you on and (laughs) hold you accountable for this. So know that you have this option as well, that we're giving it to you now. But if you're feeling like I need more support with this, we're your girls. We are going to cheer you on. It's going to be amazing. (laughs) Yes, it will. Okay. Until we see you next week, we will see you on the socials. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you would like to connect with Mel or Kel, be sure to follow them on Instagram at the Mel and Kel Show, or you can find them on their website at themelandkelshow.com. Thanks so much. Have a great day.